What is going on, guys? It's your boy, BG, and welcome to the Unknown Minds Podcast, where the unknown mind isn't so known. And if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening to this on any of the streaming platforms, such as Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever, any of those platforms, make sure you five-star this podcast and leave a review down below. And uh, this is a live session from Saturday, of course. This is episode 54 with Deidre Bostick, apparently... He's a meditative instructor, and also I look at him as a spiritual advisor. And I won't go too deep into the details of him, of him, but I'll allow the the live session for you guys to get a feel for him. And um, once again, make sure you guys, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of those platforms, make sure you uh, five star it, leave a review. You're looking at it on YouTube. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And uh, leave leave a comment down below. All right, guys. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and let this session go ahead and start the live session, the video, of the live session start. And uh, yeah, y'all just go ahead and tap in. See ya. Yeah, what up, yeah. man? Yeah, what's up with you? I'm I'm cool, man. I'm cool, man. How about yourself? Man, life is amazing, man. I have no complaints at all, bro. <laughs> None whatsoever, man. Get everything set up, man, because I'm excited about. Just uh, just a conversation that we're gonna have today, man. Oh, of course, man. Um, my aunt, my my friend's aunt actually put me on to. She was like, um, she's like, yeah, you should go ahead and just DM, you know. And this, she told me this like a little bit last year. Yeah. And this, I finally got around to it. I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead just DM because I said, you know what? I like I know a lot about meditation myself because I've been doing it over like a year now. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and it, it, I, I can see it change my life as far as like, you know, emotions, personality, self-awareness and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, to really just start some things off. Tell me, tell me a little bit about your story, because I love stories. How I think how, you know, people grown to who they are now. So just uh, kind of like going a little bit into your story. And I got some questions lined up. So we, hey, we that's I what, already got a pop. I think that the people should definitely know that one of the things that I said uh, when you reached out, I said, uh, uh, no pre, I don't want to know the questions. I said, let's just flow. And you was like, hey, that's the way I like to do it. That's the way I, li- I like to kind of um, kind of run the show because I, I didn't want nothing to be scripted. I wanted to definitely come off the dome. I definitely wanted to be a level of authenticity uh, in the conversation that we have today. And um, you, it resonated with you like, hey, uh, man, we're going to do some good things. So I'm excited about it. But my journey actually started kind of um, with the church. Um, I was I was caught up in in, in a space where I, I wanted to know why before Jesus the Christ or, or uh, in the, of course the Christian religion uh, why before he did any miracles signs of wonder has been told that it always said that he went over he went around he went across to pray and to meditate and before he did any miracle those were his standards so I saw a connection between living a supernatural life was connected to meditation and the supernatural so it was my process of delving into it and i kind of dibble and dabble with it for a while but what really brought it to the forefront is when i went through a separation then a divorce and in that period of time i knew i needed to rediscover myself that i needed to really tap into another version of myself that was no longer like who i used to be and it took me to really be still to get calm um to be at peace and to go in and start dealing with them traumas, man, those childhood traumas, man, it was a lot I was dealing with because I felt that anything I loved would leave me. So I went into every relationship with just enough love to where, you know, I loved you, but it wasn't real. It wasn't authentic. So meditation allowed me to become more aware on my behaviors. It allowed me to become more aware that, man, there's some things you need to change about your life and even my image. And, and we're going to talk about all this. But even my image changed. People that knew me three, really about four or five years ago, I was always clean cut, clean shaved, tailored suit because it was what everybody wanted to see of me. But as I evolved, meditation showed me that, no, you need to be you. When my wife, my now wife came into my life, she was like, you don't have to be nobody else but you. And it was in that process of time that I was like, wow, I became my full version. I started evolving very quickly to the way that I think, the way that I treat friends, family, the way that I, I approach brothers, uh, not feeling weird to say I love you or, 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 or feeling some type of way to say, hey, man, you need to work on that. That's an area in your life that you're struggling with. You need to work on that. So my journey started really from just church. 
and it just evolved to this place to where now I tell people all the time, I live the word. So I don't have to go. Mm -hmm. I live the word. But but that's mm -hmm. another story, man. So that's a little bit about my journey, man. And I know we're gonna definitely dive into it. You can you 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 tapped in a whole lot. Like I'm not even gonna lie to you, you tapped in a whole lot. And it was kinda like the same for me, man. Like at one point in time, like over a year ago, I used to be in the um in the trade group. So they value self-development more than anything. And I was never really introduced to meditation until I got exposed to it. And that's another thing what a lot of people don't get is that exposure. Exposure is very, very important. If you're not exposed to something, then you won't be vulnerable to being like exposed to doing it. So when I used to be in the, um, in, in the trade group, they used to read and they used to meditate. Like they used to read, meditate. And it was like, yeah, you know, cause they say, you know, um, money is, like, is a psychology. If you can't control your emotions, you can't control your money. So it was like, it was trying to, it was trying to teach people to, to learn of the art of the, like the detachment, there you go. not being detached. And I, it's kind of like, it's crazy because you tap into so many questions that I was going to ask, but you already kind of like stated it and threw it out there because I was going to, I was going to ask you what was your meaning of spirituality in your own words. And, and before you say um, my personal definition of spirituality is the art of not attaching yourself to morally worldly things absolutely is, is learning to like love yourself but not learning to the the brand or what's what you're putting on your body is learning to detach yourself from money it's like self-love it's self-knowledge yeah and if you learn self-knowledge it's so many things that fall under that 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 type of category because lust is a as a something serious. Oh, absolutely. Lust is something serious. And then when you have that self-love, it's like you learn to be to yourself. You know you it's like you're comfortable being alone. Absolutely. You you could be alone by yourself all day and still have that same type of love and affection for yourself as if someone else is in that room. And it's crazy that you said it because I'm I'm not gonna lie, like I was up to like I went to bed probably like nine and woke up like four in the morning. And it, and it was just crazy. I was just looking into like the details of of uh, spirituality and crazy that I have to look up at the time, right? I was on my phone scrolling through social media. I like to cleanse my social media with stuff that actually helps benefits me more than anything because you are what you digest. So whenever I was looking on the media and they were talking about uh, spirituality and meditation, and it's surprisingly, I said, all right, just look up. When I look up, I seen 444. I was like, what? I was like, what? And then, and then, then after that, and I started diving deep into it. I was like, what do 444 mean? And then it's basically uh -huh. meaning like a new opening to like being, like you unlocked another level of spirituality, especially if you see it really consistent. Absolutely. But what are some uh, some common mistakes people do, do during meditation? Oh, man, I think one of the biggest ones is this. We feel that what we see on TV has to be the totality of the process. Meaning if I'm not cross-legged, if I'm not laying down in Savasana, if I'm not doing all these things, then I can't get the, the full um, the wholeness of my practice. But what you, you're creating, you're creating a certain barrier to how deep you can go in your practice. So one of the biggest things where people say, well, no, I'm, I got to sit down across there. But if that's not comfortable, you the number one thing I teach all my students is that number one thing is comfortability. If you're not comfortable, you won't do it long. If you're not comfortable, because your mind has not been trained to now go deeper into being uncomfortable. Now, if I'm not comfortable, I go deeper because now there's a level that I need to break beyond. I need to push fast. So one of the first things I tell them, get comfortable. If it's sitting down in a chair, lying down together, if it's just walking, find a level of comfort so that you can go deeper into your practice. That second thing that I always, that I, biggest misconception is do I need to be guided or do I need to be silent? Again, going back to comfortability. For me, some days I do music, some days I be still because I have enough going on in my mental to where I know how to move myself into deeper uh, phases of my practice. So whenever individuals are trying to approach their practice from a standpoint of trying to be like what they see, they miss the mark. It's like that level of authenticity. I, students that come to me in the beginning, I said, take one to two minutes a day. That's it. For the first three weeks. They're like, that's it. That's it. Because I want you to fall in love with the see exactly with the moment of just quietness, that moment of stillness will ultimately do for your life over time. Because one of the things I was sharing with somebody this morning 
uh, on a session and we, we got into the topic of time. And I said, time does not exist. And they said, what do you mean by that? I said, when you get down to your practice, most people will set an alarm to get out of their practice. But if you go deeper enough into your practice, time moves. It stands still. And time begins to move because now yeah, I'm not thinking about time. I'm thinking about the moment and I'm present in it. Mm. So totally different than it does for other individuals because now you've now disconnected yourself from time and now moments matter. And as you get deeper into your practice, you will see that, oh man, I didn't even know I was here for 20 minutes, 30 minutes or an hour. There's been times that I've, I've gone for a very long time and it's because it's what I needed because those were the levels that I needed to kind of uh, move into. So when individuals start out their practice, that's one of the first things I said, be authentic. If you're not comfortable, get up. Find your level of comfortability and go deep into your practice. Damn. Yeah. It's, it's crazy you say that because I just thought about it. It's like we live in a society where mindfulness doesn't really matter to people. And it's crazy because we have so many distractions, TV, television, PlayStations. They, yeah. it's, it's, it's like it's a program where they don't want you to know yourself. Absolutely. You know yourself. When you, when you know yourself, then you have that level of freedom. Yes. When you have that level of freedom, then you're able to control your destiny, your direction. Now, when you're able to know that and fully understand that, now you have purpose. Absolutely. Purpose. When you have purpose, then you have priorities. That's right. Now we have priorities. Now you have boundaries. So now, when we place our mind into what's on TV, what's going on around us, and this, that, and the third, we're not being conscious nope. of what the signs are at the moment. That's and right. it's crazy when you said stillness, right? Stillness is very important because whenever I meditate personally, I think of a rock in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just a rock still, you stand still in the water because if so many turbulence is going around the rock, anything else is thrown in it, you can tell. But if you're still, when yeah. something comes into that circle, you'll know exactly, <laughs> boom, that's it. You know it's, what I'm saying? It's, the, it's I, the ripples. It's the ripples of knowing that, guess what? Something is interrupting my stillness. Oh, man, we're we going we to talk. This is <laughs> <laughs> so you already cooking up. We ain't, we, ain't, we ain't even 20 minutes in, bro. We ain't even 20 minutes in. We already are in this joint cooking. Now, what? how to breathe? Because yeah. that's a real complex question. Now, because now, although breathing may seem like a simple thing, it's a very prideful thing. Not a prideful thing, but it's a very important thing when it comes into meditation. And uh, so how to breathe? Because it does have box breathing, all the different oh, types of breathing. Man. I, I mean, I, I subscribe to, well, a few different ones. I, I do, of course, a heart breathing. You're imagining that there's a hole in your heart and you're literally breathing from that. And I use that that style of breathing whenever there's a heart matter that I really need to really push through. I imagine that there's a hole in my heart and I'm inhaling, exhaling, and it just flows throughout my body because now it's a heart thing. But the one I subscribe to is called 555, which are five seconds of inhale, you hold for five seconds, and five seconds of exhale. And the reason I subscribe to that one is because what it does, it allows you to, first of all, be intentional about your breath. It's not just breathing in. It's not, it's the counting. It is the holding. And it's releasing. So now my thoughts are, are, are centered on, okay, how do I go in? How do I hold to be present in that moment? That hold is to be present. When I hold it, I'm present in that moment, and then I'm exhaling. So now it's the intentionality of breathing. It's not just, okay, breathe in, breathe out, bring yourself, your, your uh, awareness back to your breathing. No, I want you to stay there for a moment. And the reason I do that is because majority of the time, those are for when you have seconds to quickly reduce stress and anxiety. And one of the things I, I don't think I got an opportunity to share with you is the way, the reason that Black Men Meditate was created was during the time of Ahmaud Arbery and George Floyd. And I wanted to show Black men how from the time that they saw lights in the rearview mirror to the time the officer was beside them, how to quickly go from chaos to calm. How to quickly go from, from chaos to, to reduce the anxiety. Because at that time, any fidgeting was getting brothers killed. So I wanted to show them, look, let me show you how to quickly get still. And of course, from there, it evolved. But that simple moments that you have, sometimes you don't got time to sit down, cross leg, and then get into it. No, you got to, all you got is a breath before you go off. And that breath means everything. 
because now I'm intentional about it. Because now I'm aware that if I don't do this, well, it'll take me to. So now mm -hmm. I bring it on, I center it quickly, and then I move on in, in my process. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. <laughs> That's deep. That's deep because it's a lot of times where it's, I mean, sometimes, all right, I'll put it this way. How do frequencies help you in meditation? Oh, man. Man, that's a, that's a like, I listen. I listen to so uh, so what's I forgot what it's called. So that's it's, it's a tongue. Yes, yeah, so Sofagio. Yeah. Sofagio. So, <laughs> frequencies. I listen to those a lot when I meditate. Yeah. And and sometimes Ooh. like I listen to uh to what they call it aspir not aspirations, mm -hmm. uh, no affirmations. Affirmation. And me personally, yeah. right? I start when I start thinking of affirmations. I listen to who's saying the affirmation, right? Mm -hmm. And it might this might run a little deep. We go might ahead. go in a little, a little deep with this right quick. Let's talk. I'm hearing it now. This is no no. It's, it's against no other race, mm -hmm. but from a white man's perspective of of an affirmation and a black man's perspective of an affirmation is completely different. Absolutely. So now I had to put it in my mind. Like, damn, I need a black affirmation because I, I can't relate yes. to a white man. Like, like I said, it's not racial. I, I'm not racist at all, but. I'm you, we we do understand that black lives and white lives lives in two two polar opposite li lifestyles. Oh yeah. So true. from hearing what hearing affirmations of what a white man's saying and hearing affirmations of what a black man's saying, you're able to more likely connect with the black man because he you know he's you and you are him. Absolutely. So now it's like how do just kind of like elaborate a little bit on how that actually helps it like improve or helps you to okay. dive deeper into meditation absolutely so our body scientifically has a natural vibration now can we talk talk majority talk. when and, and you see it more frequently if you're in a higher state of consciousness whether it's through marijuana weed cannabis or whatever you literally can feel how your body vibrates because you're now more aware of what's going on. So what happens is the, the frequencies now bring your body into a, a certain rhythm. It's almost like, you ever seen when they had like all bunch of little small, like little metal objects and you put a magnet over it and it yeah. all come together? The soft yeah. frequencies are now in tune all of those vibrations to now you're in sync. Finances, money, currency, is a vibration. So what you're doing, you're tuning yourself into the vibration of that thing. Love is a vibration. So what you're doing is you're becoming more aware of the certain frequencies that bring you to a state of healing, 528 hertz, 962 to repair your chakras, 962 hertz, 128, the heart chakra, 5564, is one that deals with the sacral chakra. All of these vibrations are literally rhythms that brings your body in tune. But I tell people all the time, it does nothing if your intentions are not set before. You got it. Because now, Man, you <laughs> now I'm, you bringing I'm bringing everything now. My intention is that this is where I'm trying to go with this. Now my body and everything aligns. Now the frequencies are there. Now I'm in tune. My body is relaxed. Now I'm going deep into my practice. Now my vision, my apertures open up. Third eyes opening up. Now I can see far because I set the intentions of what I wanted to do in my practice. I needed to ask a question. I tell you all the time, ask, ask yourself a question before you go into meditation. And sit still till you hear the answer. Because it's going to come, but we get impatient. And we say, ah, so now something is affecting my stillness. <laughs> go ahead, brother. <laughs> Man, you out here spitting. You out here spitting. And that's, once, once again, they say a bull mind is a creative one. That's right. That's why I say, like, TV, television, because you, you, it's like you're, you aren't able, you, you can't create around people. No. You can't, you can't, you only can create within self. And I, I think I said it in one of my podcast episodes. Currency can buy things love can't buy, but love and mindfulness can buy things money can't buy. You see, it, it's, it's, it's like, I can't say I don't need money because I need money. Absolutely. But however, I gotta, you got to have, you got to find that sense of balance. And it's kind of like giving yourself grace. 
That's right? right. Understanding that you are human. And I had to I had to do that to myself a lot because to, to be quite transparent, it's it's a lot to to be able to hold a weight of holding a podcast by yourself, providing service to people. It's like every week it's us always what the hell I'm gonna do for next week's episode. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and and yep. it's like it's put more pressure on myself, but like I work a nine to five job and doing this at the same time because I I honestly believe that I was brought here from my divine creator because meditation is a way of connecting with the divine source. Absolutely. So when you when you are when you're connected with that divine source, now you understanding what your purpose is. And when you know what your purpose is, now you have a direction. When you have a direction, now you have intentions. When you have intentions, you have a destination. That's right. People gotta understand that. That's now, right. I didn't realize that before. But it took some beat myself up a little bit. It took yeah. a lot of stress. I was like, "Damn, what the hell?" But yeah. then, I had, then my uh, uh, my friend's aunt, Aunt Shell, I thank her for for putting me on you for real. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Man, just be still. That's You're it. doing too much. That's You're doing it. too much. That's be it. still. Show yourself grace. Show yourself. You're only human. You only can do for so much by yourself." That's so I come home. I might. I might mess around there and take like a 30, I mean, uh, two or three hour nap because I'd be burnt out for work. But then I, because I have intention, regardless of how late I'm sleeping, I'm going to still get up and recuperate that time that I slept. So I might sleep until 12 o'clock at night from, from 8 to 12. I'll probably get back home 7. From 8 to 12, I'll probably be knocked. But then I say, man, I got to do this. Absolutely. Now I was like, nah, I got to do this because now I got a purpose. I got an intention that I got to fold for like, throw out there so regardless of how much time i have probably wasted because we only eight hours is is one quarter of your day absolutely another eight hours at a job is two quarters of your day absolutely. then you got to implement sleep shower yep whatever necessities you need yeah. to do and then you got to put place mind place time into mindfulness and putting yourself into god now what people don't understand is that god created us to create so god is within us now, people don't see, see people let that fly over their heads because people believe that God is a separate entity from us. Uh, we're connected. We, we are joint heirs. Exactly. Exactly. Because people would sit, literally sit here and pray to God. I, I'm, I'm all for prayer. I'm all for prayer. I'm a Christian myself. Oh, yeah. But I'm all, and I can't, I can't sit here and like bash Christians. But me personally, I believe that what's in that Bible is written by man. And the people placing an image on God and God never had an image in the Bible. That's right. Now they placing them as a homosexual white man. Yeah. <laughs> which ain't, that ain't, that, that no one never said he had an image. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, and so how can, how can a person that never seen God know who God is? That's right. The deep definition of what God is or the image of what God is. That's right. Now, even going back into the history of the Egyptians, they never read what they had to do to build what they built or see the direction of the stars. Nope. They were not you source. One of the great depictions that that are like is even in, in the very beginning, um, according to Genesis, where it said that God took asked Adam and he brought the Adam the, the animals to him and he said, uh, what will you call it? As we know it. He spoke giraffe cat. It was never second guess because God already knew he was connected to him. So whatever he was speaking, it was manifesting. Going back to the things that we say. We often talk about things and we don't know that everything I'm saying I'm manifesting. Good and bad. It shows the power and the things that you are saying. But when you meditation allows you to become aware to the point now that I know when I speak, it, it is creating something. So I, I don't waste my words. Mm. I'll tell you right now, a lot of people have been trying to reach out to me to be on their podcast. And I've been so very critical about who, who because I didn't care about no big names. I didn't care about nothing. None of that. I cared about purpose and connection. Exactly. That's all it's about. I heard the source say, yep, that's the one. Do that one next. <laughs> and, you know, it's and, you know, like, maybe two days before I think you had liked something. I said, Who is this brother? And when I look at your page, and I said, Oh, he's doing the work. We connect the people that's doing the work because now you look like me. The reason that I chose my wife and she chose me is because when in, in my stillness and my healed state, when she came to me, I said, Oh, 
you look like me. There was a connection there. Oh, we from the same place. And those moments like that, it allows for divine connections. I'm not just here to just connect with people because, oh, you're in a space, I'm in a space. No, because you, there are people that you will touch that I'll never touch. There are people that I'll touch that you will never touch. It's about being divinely connected to people so that we can raise the vibration, that we can heal. One of the first things I told you, I said, let's go heal the world. And yeah, you know what I said. I said, I'm with it. I said, I'm with it. Moments matter. Like these moments right now, because all we're doing is sharpening iron. The people that are watching now, even the people that are watching right now are connected to purpose because something we say today helps them in their journey. That's why it can't be a million people on here yet. But those few that's on here, they're connected to purpose. And we think about numbers. It has nothing to do with numbers. Meditation allows us to be connected to divine and understand that time does not matter. Numbers don't matter. The moment matters. And whoever's connected to that moment benefits. Absolutely. Got, and then it feed off what you just said. People got to understand God works best in the moment. Absolutely. God works best in the moment because it, it, we felt because we have so many people that have the lack of self-awareness is that we it's so many opportunities that be in the moment but people do not realize it because they're not self-aware of it now when you study self-awareness now you're studying self-knowledge and guess what even a lot of people even say right i mean i think it's stated in the bible i'm I don't, i'm not super deep into the bible now i started reading bible verses now yeah. i do believe that you know you can't lie in every part of the bible there's no way in hell you can't no. You can't. You just can't because it's history. This this is things that's been pre-built because, of course, people, a lot of people don't believe in God. Then who created the things that are created? Because everything that is created has a purpose. Absolutely. Bees have a purpose. Flies have a purpose. Trees have a purpose. Non-things yes. that don't speak have a purpose. Yes, that's right. So now as, as a being, as yourself, as human beings that have, God gave us the ability to to be able to live in different environments, seek different types of knowledges, like knowledge, seek see different knowledge. Bear can't learn how to be a snake. No nope. alligator, alligator can't learn how to be a lion. Nope. They can't learn different different mm -hmm. languages. They only go by instinct. Well, we yeah. go by instinct and intellect. That's right. That's the big difference. That's right. That's the huge difference. We have the ability to have choices. An animal can't have a choice of, oh, I want to make a million dollars. An animal can't do that. Mm -mm. We have that ability to do that. Right. So That's now, right. I like to play within my purpose, and even us talking about this, 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 this is right here signifies that I'm exercising that purpose. Absolutely. Because the purpose of it is, is that we, I want to make sure, and it's not about me anymore. When you, when you stop, when people have to let go of things that are about them, everything ain't about you. It's, it's about a bigger purpose. Absolutely. I had to let that go. I knew what it felt like. It was when I first started this job three or four years ago, when I was working for money. Mm -hmm. I never felt satisfied. That's my right. first check, my first stop, man, my first check was about a thousand. And I probably was 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 in my mom's basement after yeah. my grandmother died. I was down there for about a couple of years. I got out of high school. I had nothing. But when I it was like, all right, well, maybe money will make me happy. Mm. And then when I was focused on money, and then it was just like when I got my first check, I was like, Okay. What the hell is this? It just never made me satisfied. It took me a long time to find my purpose. But until God led me in the direction that I was led, and now I look back on the times of all the moments of of the connections of things that I've spoken back then that is connected to right now. I always said I will always want to do motivational speaking. Boom. A couple of years later, I get into a, a group. Then I learn meditation. Then my homie put me on podcast. And then I started listening to podcasts. I was like, yo. This is my type of thing. I think I'm gonna mess with this real quick. Yeah. So yeah. I hopped on it. And then ever since then, I started telling myself now, like, I've done too much on my podcast. I can't turn back now. It's like I gotten too far. 50 something episodes by yourself and then with, with other people. That's weird. I can't stop what I'm doing. And now yeah. I already done set a direction for myself. That's right. But now for me to not sit here and then complete that is me disrespecting myself and disrespecting those who I could possibly help out. That's right. So now I'm willing to bear the weight. And that's why they always say, uh, let's just throw it into biblical perspective. Sure. Christ Christ knew the dangers of what he was getting into. He went towards the danger. Absolutely. So now what are you willing to go through to get the righteousness? That's right. That's now, right. it's many individuals feed off the ego. Ego is about being right. But maturity is about being righteous. Right. 
and righteousness. Righteous and right is two different things. Absolutely. Righteousness is having integrity. And That's integrity right. is a different type of space. In every, in every facet of your life, like it shows up, righteousness shows up. The way you treat friends, the way you treat family, it, it shows up in every area of your life because it's a part of your being now. And it, and it, and it precedes itself. People feel the righteousness and, and it becomes almost like a life code. Like this is who I am. It, I've, I've embodied this. You know what I mean? That's why a lot of, and I've had opportunity to sit down with a lot of um, uh, pastors as well. And they say, man, you just got a piece that we don't even have. I said, because I'm embodying that scripture. I'm embodying that word. I'm becoming a living epistle. You know what I mean? I'm becoming, as they say, the word made flesh. I, I am dwelling among, the, among them. And that it comes from a level of awareness that you're aware of who you are. And it, it, it transcends ego, it transcends pride, it is a knowing. It's a, it's a, I call it a holy confidence. Like you know who you are, you know what I mean? And that's why I, I wasn't connected to trying to jump on everybody's podcast. Cause I know I had something to say, but I, I, I cared about moments that matter. Like, you know what I mean? I wanted those moments that people were like, man, man, that, that, that's it right there. Or this individual came to add value to what I was doing. You know what I mean? Like, man, it, it, it's, it's going back to what you say. It's bigger than us. It's bigger. If we think that if we're so set on, oh, I got to make a name for myself. No. I just want to do the work and let whatever happen, happen. Because everything you do pays dividends. People got to understand that. Everything that you do pays dividends. And, like, even with meditation, it, it, it comes with learning intuition. Intuition isn't a thought. Intuition is not a thought. You just know. It's like, you know. Like, I know this is me. Exactly. I ain't got to think about it. But when you mix thoughts and intuition in one, then you listen to more than the mind than it is intuition. That's now, right. intuition comes from the heart. Heart That's is intuition. Right. Your body sometimes be more conscious than your mind is conscious. Yeah. So sometimes I, I, I read this book called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. Oh, now, it teaches... That book is something yeah. serious. Oh, yeah. That book something serious. Oh. It teaches me a lot about spirituality. Now, I, I you know, early this morning... Like I said, I woke up and I was like, man, I was like, man, I got to make sure I get enough rest so I can go ahead and be, you know, be talking on this job. Because I was about to just do an early morning meditation session, I, and I, which I kind of did later. Yeah. But I was just the frequencies and things and whatnot. And, and I'm just trying to like really, I'm trying to learn how to get deeper into meditation. So now what is, all right, I'll put it this way. Is crystals recommended for meditation? Um, again, I always go back to the, what I said earlier about comfortability. In intention. If you understand what it does for your practice, yes. But if you're just doing it because somebody said, oh, you need to have these crystals around you, it's not going to have any type of value. Mm. I tell you all the time, you're an alchemist. You're taking something with intention and making it something else. Whether it's metal or, or, or base metals into a gold or whatever that is. So even in that moment, you can set, you can set 1,000 crystals around you and still not have a good practice. And the reason is, is because what is your intention? Do you know of what it does? Because once you know what a thing does and the intention behind it, then it becomes more effective. Now, if I was mm. like this, or, mm. Uh, uh, mm. Yeah, or if, I, if I go get my uh, selenite and I sit around me, I know what they do. I know, the, I know how they raise the vibration of my practice. But if you're just doing it to do it, it ain't, it's not gonna have no value. Cause you're not gonna understand the essence of that moment. I got another deep, really deep question for you, and this and this is something that I have trouble answering myself, and I feel like you can answer considering okay. how much knowledge you have thrown. Now I'm in an now I'm in an environment whereas the frequency don't resonate with me, but I do know the circumstances of what can it's it's, it's like more like taking a calculated risk, right? And I'm gonna just throw it out there, like I'm I'm very I'm very spiritual, and I love like to have intentions of what I'm doing. But is it possible for someone to be still main a high vibration around low vibrational bands? Is that is that even possible? Oh yeah. Because because the reason why I say that is I always love to say this. Your spirit reflects what the mind is saying. No, your mind reflects what the spirit is saying and the mind ref your mouth reflects what the mind is saying. Absolutely. So what I mean by that is 
I could be in an environment of people, but knowing naturally, I'm trying to elevate myself, but not not surrounded by people that's not on that same type of intellect. Mm -hmm. Is it still possible for me to continue pushing forward uh, as far as like meditation? Because for me personally, I live in a job work environment whereas I'm not around conscious like minded individuals such as myself, and I'm steady practicing every single day. Sometimes I might get stressed out because of the fact that I'm in the area of people. It's like the area has influence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> The area has influence. And as people say, in order for you to have a better impact on what influence you're trying to put on yourself, place yourself in an environment of like-minded people that helps you press forward. So now, knowing the circumstances that I'm in, which I could tell you, I, which I'm fully comfortable saying, it, is that I know if I leave my job, I'm spending more money. I don't have a car. So I, I do know that the risk of doing this, I'm spending twice as more. So mm -hmm. now I know the calculated risk. But so now, I'm relying on what I can do right now, this current moment, as far as meditation and elevating myself and doing what I can do on this podcast to reach me to the next level. Because after working, a now I do understand that everybody is not meant to be an entrepreneur. That's right. Everybody is not meant to be a podcaster. Right. Everybody right. is not meant to do the things that I'm doing. But however, I'm trying, after going through with this job, I'm not trying to go to no more jobs. I'm trying to elevate myself and get out of here as fast and as efficiently and as quickly as possible. Now, it's crazy to say that because you can't rush. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You can't rush it. Yeah. But it'd be like, damn. Yeah. Oh. You know, I'm going to share something with you. And it just it just came to me. i never forget before I got married, um, I was in a process of um, transition. My my consultant firm at that time was on its, on its slow phase. And, but I wanted to let my, my wife now, but I wanted to let her know that uh, I was willing to do whatever I needed to do. So I got a job at a plant. Now, you're talking to somebody who got three master's degrees. I went to a plant, shaving down metal parts. That's good with you, Nick. Walked in as, as who I am because I didn't allow the environment to affect who I was. I knew I was there for a purpose. So I approached it knowing I'm there for a purpose. Who else can I ignite and spark so that they can think bigger? I would go in there, I would shave down the parts to the point that when I left like three months later, they said, we'll never be able to replace you. I could have easily, because it was individuals that were like, man, you ain't even supposed to, you ain't even supposed to be here. You know how many people told me that? But, but what is so amazing about that moment it's an understanding that I'm not here for me. I'm here to set a mindset in this place. But if you go in there to, to match the vibration of everybody else, then yeah, it's time for you to go. But if you're approaching it from a place of, I know why I'm here. Like, I, I knew exactly when I, I said, I'm here for just a, a moment. But while I'm here, I'm going to impact as many lives as I can. It was right after I left there, my life exploded. Everything started. Like, I just kept leveling up over and over to the point they looked back and like, man, because I, that was just a, that was a moment in time that I didn't look at it as just, man, why am I here? I looked at it as, man, hey, I'm here for a reason. I'm going to still do what I need to do. I was still uh, uh, doing meditation. I was still doing consulting, things like that. But at this moment, it was just another level of influence. I needed to impact another generation of people another group of people. I need to, to show them that guess what? Where you're at right now does not dictate where you're going. And then my time was up. And when my time was up, I got out of there. So they never affected me. Matter of fact, if anything, they made me even level up even more. Because I knew that guess what? I need to get go a little bit higher. Because people started raising vibration. So I had to start raising vibration. But what may, most people fail at, the vibration start raising, and you, you start bringing yours down to them. No, no, no. You're there for a reason. Those experiences are teaching you something about the next phase of your life. Case in point. A few days ago, I'm sitting there. All of a sudden, one of the sisters from the uh, job was like, hey, have you talked talk to this certain person that's out there? I said, no, nah, it's been, a, been about a year. She's like, you really need to give him a call. She's like, he, he just, just give him a call. I could have been easily selfish. Man, I'm out of there. I ain't reaching out to nobody. Gave the brother a call. The brother told me, he said, if you didn't call, 
I was getting ready to take my life. See, that moment right there, I could have easily been like, man, now nah, I'm above y'all now. I'm vibrating higher than y'all. But no, the goal is always to go back and say, look here, I see where you're at. Let me show you how to get beyond that place. I reached out to him. He was like, man, this has been some of the darkest days of my life. And he said, I didn't even know that that moment was what I needed. I didn't even think you would ever come down and just reach out to me. You didn't owe me nothing. I said, but I care that much. Because people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. I get off the phone with him, right? I'm like, that man was about to take his life. I called my wife over to me. I said, hey, babe. I said, can you come in for a second? So I just need to release a little bit. Soon as I hugged her, I literally was translated back to the first time I ever cried in my life. And it was the most purest cry ever. Man, I cried on my wife's shoulder for about 25 straight minutes. And after I stopped crying, I cried for another hour or two because I understood at that moment that that small, boy, that small I moment. Hear you. I hear you. You got me over here looking right. kind of over the most a little bit too because it's like, I, I understand what you but those three months was for that one moment that he that to save his life. Would it be if what if I never showed up to that job? What if I never what if I never humbled myself enough to be able to say, well, guess what? I'll take this. All these all this education, but that moment right there is what mattered. And we we forsake moments. Where you at right now? You're gonna continue to level up, but you're there for a reason. But don't reduce yourself to that vibration. You stay high. You keep giving them something to attain. That's all we are. People look at me like, man, when they see me and my wife, they be like, oh, y'all got it. And we authentically love by love being my and my wife. But I wasn't that man before. I was that I was that one in these streets. I was that man, look, if it moved, I was trying to get it. And then one day I had a thought. What would it mean to give one woman your everything? Because I had energy everywhere. And this for somebody that's watching now. I had my energy spread everywhere. This woman, this woman, this woman. And we're talking real now. I had it spread all over the place. And i never forget 2018, before we go into 2019, had energy with all these people. I said, I got to bring it all back. Because now I'm divided. And I can't give my whole self to everybody. And I kept it. And I used that energy to heal myself of old traumas, old mindsets. When my wife came into my life, she taught me a level of love that I had never seen before. I was like, what? You can love somebody like that? But let me tell you what's so crazy, bro. And I know we're talking, I got to get off, but man, I, I just want, I don't want, because we're going to do this, we're going to do it as part two. I know we talked about it. But bro, when I met her and I looked at her, the house number, it's a number that has showed up in my life for 12 straight years recurring. I kept waking up for four straight months at a certain time every night. It was her license plate number. Bruh, everything was pointing me to her. And if I didn't get myself together, I would have missed the opportunity. Man, I, when I tell you I got the love of my life, like I can share anything with her. And she continues to push me to keep leveling up. She said, nah, that, that's good. And everybody happy. But there's another level for you to go. You see, there, there is a level that you'll reach at, and you're reaching in meditation to where you will see the synchronicity of everything. You will start seeing how everything synced together. See, there's, I tell people all the time, not being funny, but there's levels to this. To where now you'll see the things that you speak, they'll manifest a lot quicker. Your awareness, and I'm going to say this because it's for somebody here, and this is for you, go ahead and put it in the chat. One of the biggest questions people ask, and I'm going to answer today, with meditation. I can't keep my mind, I can't stop my mind from wandering meditation. I'm going to tell you right now, the mind can't wander, but your awareness can. Your awareness wandered. I'm a case in point. If I was to do a, a, a session right now with somebody, and I said, okay, I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to bring your attention to your body. As you bring your attention to your body, I want you to uh, notice the natural rise and fall of your chest. Now, I want you to think about the last time you've been to a wedding. What music were they playing? 
What did the bride have on? Did you like it? And then I bring it back. Now coming back to your body. What I did was show you that you can take your awareness to a certain thing. It was your mind never wandered. It's just you became aware of a different thought instead of letting it just flow. So the mind can never wander. Your awareness wanders. So whenever your awareness wanders, you bring it back. Bring that awareness back. Okay, I, well, I see my mind done wandered off. I'm coming back to returning to my breath. Five, four, three, two, one, hold, two. Now I'm bringing myself back. And what happens is when you get outside of your practice and now you're in that meeting and you be like, listen, listen, all of a sudden they start talking. You be like, yeah, I wonder what I'm going to do. Ah, oh, my awareness is now gone. Let me bring it back. And I hope that helps somebody. Always bring your awareness back because that's what's going to allow you to go to the next level of your life. The more clear you become, there's a model that I always leave everybody with. And it's one that I live by. And it says, everything you want, wants you. Once you are clear on what you really want. Get clear on what you want. And once you get clear on what you want, man, the world is yours. There's nothing you won't create. There's nothing you can't manifest. There's nothing you can't bring into your existence. But we're scattered. We're scattered mind. I think I want this. Or we have these limiting beliefs. You don't think you're worthy of it because you know you. And you know how good and how bad and how good and how nasty you are. And you judge yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself because guess what? You've been created for such a time as this. Like this is your... Anybody watching this and as well as you, this is your moment. Don't play with it. Because there are people out here waiting for your voice. There's a sound that you make. Right now, this podcast is a sound. Going back to frequencies, you could play a certain frequency. I, I can pinpoint it because I've heard the sound. So I gravitate to people. When you reached out, even in text, I felt the vibration. I heard the sound. I said, oh, I got to do this one. Because we all have a certain sound, a certain vibration. And we have to get out of our own way to say, okay, I know I've been created for this. No matter what comes, there are going to be distractions left and right. But it can't take you off course of what you're created to do. Because only you can do it. Like, only you can impact the people you're created to impact. Because they're coming into this world. And some are sometimes leaving this world looking for your voice. And people are walking around this world. Think about it for a moment. Show you the power of this. People are walking in this world trying to hear your voice. Why are they waiting on your voice? They're like, man. Man. <laughs> They're waiting on your voice, man. They're waiting on you to, to, to be true. Bruh, people that follow me in religion fell off when I stopped preaching. When I stopped preaching. They, they fell off. They were like, we don't know what's on. And when I resurfaced, and there was a level of, of vibration, authenticity to what I said and what I was speaking, people said, we're back. But it took me to go through all that, bruh. It took me to go through all that, that moment to say, I'll never be the same. First thing my wife told me, she said, you don't have to, you now no longer have to be like anybody else but you. And those words transformed my life. Because now it was like, all this time I've been being what everybody else wanted me to be. Now I'm going to be me. And now it's brought me before. I don't know if you saw I mean, I was just was sitting down uh, talking, chatting with Jesse Jackson. Looking just like this. Because I know who I am. I'm man. I know who I am. So I, I don't care about rubbing elbows with the who's who. I care about being impactful. When I leave this earth, people will be like, man. He was here, and this is all the things that he did and the people that he impacted. And what is so amazing about that, when people meet me, I never want to be like, oh, man, you're the greatest thing since I want I wanted to be like, man, he told me how great I am. And that's why moments like this, I always share with whoever I'm talking to the impact you'll make. Right. You have not seen nothing. In the next nine months, and I want you to write these down, write this down, in the next nine months, Time is going to redeem itself. Like, it's literally going to fast track. These next months, you have, and it's, call it what you want people call it, prophecy, all this stuff. I'm just telling you what I know, not what I heard, 
but what I know, because I, yeah, what I know. And these next nine months are going to be one of the mo more prolific moments in your life. Everything is going to fast track. Yeah, you're right. You want borrow time where you're at right now. You want borrow time. You're, it's time for you to now level up. Now, most people are like, no, stay where you at until you know you got enough money to be able to go. But now nah, resources are going to come so quickly for you. Like this is just a, a stepping stone to take you to that next place. Because now your intention is not, I got to get out here to make money. Your intention is like, I need to do more. I need to help more people. And that's going to be the thing that shifts everything in your life, man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Bruh, I got this training. <laughs> you, yeah, I, I have no, I have no, I have no questions. Hey, um, what you said was really, really powerful. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but in, in that's gonna touch a lot of people to a deep extent. And I ain't gonna hold you up too long. So where can the people find you at? Because this definitely gonna be posted on YouTube, man. Absolutely. The whole session. Uh, yes. Damn. Yeah. yeah you right. said it's so much you touched up on, and I wanted to say something, but it was so much you tapped into. Whereas it now I now it's like it makes me want to be more open about certain things that I've never really told people that I was a little bit like to myself. And I was like, I felt this though because of, of the people around me or the, how society looked at certain shit. It just made me think now is like, now I'm, I, I it, this is the time for me to really be within myself. And this is why I take so much time to myself. Like I, I learned man is solitude is the best solitude. Mm -hmm. A man that knows himself, Needs no one but the man of above. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and then when you come out of that place, because you have to, sometimes people get stuck there. They get stuck in that place and now they've made that their reality. But there's a real world out here. So when we go into solitude, we go in solitude to wax strong, is what I call it, to now get knowledge, to receive downloads from the source, to become more compassionate, and to go within ourselves. So when I walk out of these doors, I'm equipped. I'm ready to be able to share because if I keep my fist closed, I can't give nor receive. So when you receive, you have to be refilled. And so often we think, well, now nah, I'm just going to stay in my life. No, I tried that. And the more I did it, the more I heard the cries of men. The more I heard them saying, bro, I, I, I don't know what to do in this situation. Or I want to be better, but I don't know how to. So it, it provoked me to now speak. It was like, because I, I could have gone, man, I got to love my life. We're good. I was like, man, I'm chilling. I, I tell people, <laughs> Pia, y'all grinded to be seen. Forget that. But my purpose started saying, nah, you can't even do that if you try. Because people need your voice. They need to hear your sound. And that's what allowed me to now do certain podcasts like this. Because... I'm sent to the remnant. You know what I mean? I'm sent to those, those ones that they came from nothing. Like, they, they've had the worst background. Like, they, you know what I mean? Right. I, I've been sent to the remnant, man. I'm not sent to the masses. I'm sent to the remnant. But the remnant have all the power. They got the power. These people that's being seen and know, oh, they heard something, they throw on a collar, and they want to now be a, all these titles. I, don't, I take my titles. I'm Deidre Boston. That's who I am. Because my, I, before I had a title, I had a name. And my name will be great. Not that title. My name. Your name will be great. If you are watching this right now, your name will be great. Because you've been called. You've been chosen. Stop playing with it. Make an impact. Make an impact. No matter whatever community you're in. I don't care if you're you coaching um, Little League. Make an impact. Because now you're setting a tone. You're put, it's almost like you are a rock being thrown into the water. It's going to create ripples. You will stop seeing the ripples, but they'll continue to go on forever. They'll go on forever. So all you're doing now is being thrown into a pond. Vibrate. That ain't number vibration. Be what you've been called to be, man. Man, bro, I love you, bro. <laughs> man, much love, my guy. Man, dog, you just put me on so much game. Hey, people, it will be a part two. 
Yes. It, it, look, what, let me know what your schedule is, and we'll do a part two of this. Um, go ahead and say what your uh, your merch is, your Instagrams, where people can find you, and things and yeah. whatnot. This was, I'm not going to lie, like, I've, I've had many podcast episodes, but this has to be one of the most, like, like, I, I felt it. Like, I felt it. I don't know if you can tell. I was, I was, I was trying to tell a little bit. That's why I started saying, damn, I don't want to see a crowd camp. But... <laughs> That's why I toned it down. Cause I but, just, yeah. but but I cause I felt I felt everything. Like you wasn't speaking to me, you were speaking through me. Yeah. It wasn't coming just going through one ear throughout another. It was going through one ear and processing in here. Yeah. Then processing in here, then going back out. Yeah. See now it's like lather rinse and repeat, yo. And this, like I said, this is one of the most powerful episodes. Yeah. Um, once again, just go ahead and state your uh, your Instagrams where people can find you, your merch any type of stuff like that. Absolutely, man. Of course, I'm the founder of Black Men Meditate. Um, www.blkmenmeditate. Man, I got a, 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 school, a school called DKB School of Transformation. And I'll make sure once he posts it on YouTube, I'll go on to YouTube and put all the information in the uh, comments on YouTube. But um, my personal, I am Deidre Bostic, and that's I-A-M-D-E-J-R. B-O-S-T-I-C-K-3. Definitely got a shout out. One of my, uh, I, I, I'll say, I call him my mentees. One of my, one of my good brothers down there, man. Um, one of my fraternity brothers, man. Root to the tray, man. He came to me when I was getting it all together uh, concerning my body transformation. And he's like, man, can you help me? This brother has locked in. His, his body is amazing. His, his kids Man, his whole family, man. So I got to shout out that brother, man. Big salute and what you're doing, man. Uh, super beyond proud of you, and I love you, bro. But, uh, man, there it is. But, man, I salute you, man. I can't wait to get back on it. We're going to do some things off offline as well. Cause I'm oh, no, for sure. I'm going to definitely tap in with you because I feel as though, like, as the things that you're speaking, I needed, like, I for the longest. I'm not going to lie for the longest. I needed a mentor, like, yeah. a spiritual mentor. Because I feel like behind anyone's success, you need the spiritual part of it. And the spirit is what leads to the things that you want to get out of life. Yes. You can't. Some people can have all the all the materialistic things, but they're not spiritually right. That's when they don't find themselves. That's when the media dictate who they are. That's yes. what people around them dictate who they are, but they don't know who they are. So they try to fit to someone else's stand, standards, criteria, because they don't know who they are. Absolutely. You know? And once again, like you said, when, man, it's so much. It's so much, like, I can go on for hours with you, my G. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I can go deep. Like, I can go straight in the mud, and we can go deeper into the soil. Oh, yeah. Like, I know. I know. And, 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 and be, sometimes you got to be careful. We, we learn so much information that we don't give ourselves time to process it. So now we're just convoluted with all these thoughts and theories. You find the one that fits you. My, my uncle is an imam in New York. And he said, religion is, he said, religion is like a shoe. You find the one that fits you. But you got to be able to process all that. Like that thing that you're learning right now, is it going to help your destiny? Or is it because somebody said, man, you really need to learn know about this. No, but is it going to help your destiny? There's a lot of people tell me I should know stuff about certain things. And I'd be like, okay, in time I will. If it, if it circles back around, it's for me. But I don't just automatically hear somebody say, oh, man, you need to learn about the law of physics and all this, uh, and, and whatever that, whatever it is. And just think I got to jump on it. No, in time. But let me focus on what I'm learning right now. I know. <laughs> I, I don't want to cuss you out. Like, I because, like, I wish this journey had no time on the journey. And I sit here and listen. You got a minute and 14 seconds left, man. Um, I want to wrap everything up. I always say this at every end of the podcast. Faith plus great work ethic creates a vulnerable opportunity. Once again, faith plus great worth ethic creates vulnerable opportunity, people. And anything that you want to do, make sure you go at it at 100%. And as soon as you start, you always got to finish the journey. That's right. Rapid. That's it. The Great. Well, I'm going I'm to uh, message you my, my contact number and everything like that. And definitely let's link. Oh, we, I'm going to tap in with you as soon as possible. Hey, say no more then. <laughs> All right, then, King. Thank you. Thank you again. You, man. So for people who who who's that's that was a very powerful episode, man. The last twenty five seconds left, dog, man. I mean, hopefully y'all listen to this, man, and uh, 
that was that was a deep episode, one of the best thus far. So there will be a part two coming soon. I'll update you guys on that. This will be posted on YouTube. Make sure you five star this podcast on all platforms: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any of them. All right, link in the description in the bio. Peace.